0: Welcome to Stock After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at Stock the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to Stock Twits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at Trading Experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Wednesday, June 9th. Every major index settled in negative territory. How do the markets move on this sunny summer day?
1: Pretty quiet day out there. started to see that summertime environment in the broad market come into full effect. We're seeing continued strength in the biotechs. This has to do with Biogen, who had their Alzheimer's drug approved by the FDA earlier in the week, and it's turned into a sector-wide catalyst for anyone in the Alzheimer's space. The thinking here is the historic approval of Biogen's drug will have outward ramifications across the whole sector as these new drugs eventually hit the market. Overall, it was a pretty mixed day. We've seen the reopening stocks weak since we got the Jolt's jobs report news that shows historic job availability across the country because these economic numbers show the stimulus-powered recovery is not moving along as quickly as we first thought. We're seeing the 10-year treasury trade at its lowest level in a month as inflation fears have somewhat slowed. That being said, we have a very important piece of economic data tomorrow in the form of the Consumer Price Index, which is a direct measure of inflation. That comes out at 8.30 Eastern. It's been a market mover all year. So all eyes on that number tomorrow morning.
0: The meme stock GameStop dropped earnings after the bell. GME ran from $2.80 on April 3rd, 2020 to close at 302 today. How did its earnings come out and what's next for the stock?
1: You know, the numbers were pretty solid for GameStop. Their sales were up 25% on the year to just over one and a quarter billion. I mean... Was GameStop really ever a numbers story, though? You know, they're the apex of the meme stock craze, as we all know at this point. Where they won this quarter was when they raised $511 million late April when the stock was running the first time in a secondary offering. They were able to pay down sufficient amounts of debt, and they ended the quarter with $771 million in cash and no long-term debt. This was a company who was on the brink of bankruptcy just a year ago. So being able to take advantage of being the hottest stock on the market by raising capital to pay off the debts was huge for their future. Now, all of a sudden, the company is in a great financial position for the long term. They're holding back on issuing any guidance due to the pandemic, but I'm thinking they don't really want to put themselves in a bad position in case the love for meme stocks dries up. They've got a bunch of changes going on internally. So it'll be really interesting to watch their next moves.
0: Speaking of changes, GameStop announced ex-Amazon executives will take over as the CEO and CFO roles. Does this shed any light as to where the company is headed?
1: like I was saying, lots and lots of changes going on at GameStop. Ryan Cohen has officially pulled off the activist dream as he was named chairman of the board. If we remember just about seven months ago, we first heard about Cohen writing a letter to the GameStop board talking strategic changes. And now he's been named the top dog at the company. This is the greatest finesse we've seen so far this decade. But there's a lot of other changes going down. Matt Furlong, a nine-year Amazon veteran, will be named the next CEO. Mike Recupero, who's also coming from Amazon, 17 years over there. He'll be the next CFO. What these corporate changes reflect is that GameStop is going all in on building a tech company and investing in growth. So where's the company headed? They're looking to transition into a full-fledged e-commerce business that can take on the big box retailers. Cohen told shareholders at today's meeting, they've ushered in a whole new era at GameStop without giving too many details on the plan. This one will be very interesting to watch play out over the next few months.
0: Lordstown Motors has had a wild week. On June fourth, the EV maker announced that it received a notice of delinquency for late filing. Yesterday the stock got chopped sixteen percent. Today it flushed to eight eighty eight early before closing back above eleven bucks. Is bankruptcy looming for Lordstown? It's been
1: a wild, wild ride for Lordstown. Just four months ago, they're one of the most hyped EV startups trading around all-time highs. They converted an old GM plant in Ohio for their production facility. And the plan was to start production on their first model in September. Since then, their stock has been cut to a third of that all-time high price. And last night we got word they don't have sufficient cash to start full commercial production. And the company has doubts whether it continue to operate through year end. So yes, bankruptcy is definitely looming. It's not a done deal yet. Of course, the company does have some options and they're not backing off of their September target for production. They ended the first quarter with about 587 million in cash but they've cautioned investors that their cash burn has been accelerating. They amended their annual filing yesterday with a going concern warning, that's what you were talking about earlier. This is an official signal to investors they may not f- financially survive the next 12 months. To keep this company solvent through 2025, analysts are projecting the need to raise around 2 and a quarter billion dollars when they raised about 600 million less than a year ago. So they came out today, they said they still have adequate capital to continue operations and begin production on a limited basis but the optics aren't great here. The problem with these EV startups is the big boys are getting into the game and companies like Ford just announced they're committing 30 billion just for electric vehicle spending in the next four years. Compare that 30 billion with the 600 million Lordstown currently has. And you you can just guess who's going to win that battle. They need to raise a lot of capital rather quickly. And if I'm a sophisticated investor looking at the notices they put forth, am I really dying to give this startup an investment Probably not. So they've got a bunch of headwinds in front of them over the next few months. I'm sure they'll be all over the news. So we'll keep a close eye on Lords down here.
0: All righty, Shake. Well, that's all we got for today. We'll watch where the GameStop goes tomorrow and then it's Chewy's turn to release earnings. We'll be back after hours. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com.